to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. The Jazz are the best team in the world. <laughs> I always believed that, too. It's so weird. It's awesome. We're going to talk about that and if it's ever been done in Utah Jazz history. But we are the number one seed going into the playoffs. Um, the regular season's over. It's official. If you're not a Jazz fan, or you never have been, I mean, this is the best time to get on board. Yeah, we've got a, a guy we work with from Georgia, and he's like, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm going to start watching the Jazz this playoffs. Is he feeling the fever? The fever. The fever. Is real. <laughs> Do you remember that? that was good. You know what's weird, though, is the season is over, and we still don't know who we play in That's, the playoffs. It is strange. It is strange. We'll we'll have to talk about all the things that come with this new bracket layout, playoffs, play-ins. I mean, you got to make up your mind here. Playoff, play-in. Which one are you going to do? Do you like it? This new play-in thing? Uh, it like like I say, I don't like not knowing anything. Uh, just because I'm an agenda kind of guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but think about like the stats for TV. I mean, any other game, if it was the last week of the playoffs, there would have been views for sure. But the views that they're going to get Wednesday night against Lakers and the Warriors, that they're, they're, that those re- it's going to be incredible. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to You're tell speechless. you. Uh, but I mean, it's a marketing genius. I, yeah. It's incredible. I love it. I think everything about it is great. Um, it's nice. So the team we play. Let's let's go over the format real quick. Okay. How it works. If you don't know how the pl- new playing game works, why don't you? Huh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to drag you back to Jackson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I've looked at this graph a million times, and it just it doesn't stick in my head. Normally, the top eight teams in the conference go to the playoffs, and it's easy. Right. Right now, you have the team that finished in seventh and the team that finished in eighth. They play each other. Okay. Okay. The winner of that game gets the seven seed and gets matched up with the Suns. Okay. They get the seventh seed and they play the second seed. They play the second seed, which is the Phoenix okay. Suns right now. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, nine and ten play each other. So but previously there was no. no nine, nine or ten, ten were out. They right. were tanking. They were getting draft picks at this right. point. Okay. So okay. nine and ten play each other. Losers out. The winner plays the loser of the seven eight game. Right. And, and they, the winner of that game gets the eight seed and plays the Jazz. So you got to fight for last place in the playoffs. Yeah. So if you're nine or ten, if you're Memphis or San Antonio, you got to win two games to get in the playoffs. Right. Which it's, I mean, you're in a bad spot anyway because you're tired. Yeah. Right. You didn't have a lot of rest, and you're playing good teams. You know, and uh, okay, you don't want to get me started on a lot how I want this to all roll it, out with the it Jazz. Just re- but, it reminds me of March Madness, though. I mean, it's yeah, one okay. and done at this point. It, it makes it exciting like that, for sure. And upsets are, are extremely possible. You rarely get upsets in the playoffs because right, right. you're seven-game series. The better team usually comes out yep. or the healthier team or whatever it is. But in this, anything can happen, and it's awesome. The, I mean, anybody could have an off game or foul right. out early or be in foul trouble. And, I mean, that can really change the whole dynamics of one game. Now, a series can be figured the best out usually does come out on top. Do you think so. there's strategy to that? I didn't even think about the foul out thing. Do you think coaches are going in saying, oh, we're going to go at this guy. We're going to get him out of the game quick, and we're going to see what we can do with him out of the game. 100%. I mean, if D. Fapes had four fouls or Gobert had four fouls at the half, can you imagine 
how yeah. much playing time we're going to be able to utilize him at. It's going to be way reduced. Yeah. I'm glad we're not there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should delete that from so our <laughs> so nobody listens to it. But we don't have to deal with any of that. So that's nice. Yeah. Because we're the best team in the world. The world. Literally. And and we looked it up. This has never happened before in Utah Jazz history. We have never finished the season in first place in the entire league. Right. Was there... We, we, I think we've tied. We tied. For first right. in the 90s. Um, the, the and that was the Malone. year that we went to the finals. Right. Against the Chicago Bulls, correct? Yes. So what are your expectations Expectations here for this year? What's, what's a... It's been a success for you. Oh, man. It's so hard. Obviously, championship is, is the goal. It would be right. awesome. I think if we go to the finals... Um, I will call this a success. It okay. might take a few weeks after that right. for me to feel good about that. <laughs> if you, it'll, if it'll we hurt. Lose. If we get there and we lose. If we get there and we lose. Uh, um, conference right. finals or bust for me. Right. We got to get out of the second round or I'm going to be a little disappointed. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. So is Donovan Mitchell going to be playing in the first round? I don't know. What the freak's going on here? Now, this fires me up a little bit. I get a little bit mad at the Jazz. I mean, he's missed like 15, 16 games consecutively. Any award that he was up for, I think he should not be allowed to obtain because you have to play a certain number of games. And when you're only playing 70 games a season and you're sitting out 16 of them, you just lost your opportunity to be an MVP, in my opinion. Yeah. Not happy. I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't think it matters in this case. It matters to me because I'm an emotional wreck and I'm an upset that the Jazz, I feel like they're leading us on uh, and they just need to shoot us straight. Like, is he injured worse than we think or are you just leading us on so that we'll buy the tickets for that week and then you'll announce later that he's not playing? And why does it have to be so private? Like, like every week we're waiting on the update and we don't right. know anything and right. it's like we're all just on the edge of our seats waiting for, for this, some, some kind of announcement or something to leak and it's like... Just tell us. Just let us know what's going on. Is I, it worse than we thought, or is it not that bad and you're saving him? What What I, is it? I, I I think whatever they're doing, it's all about money. That's okay. my thoughts, which I don't love. How is that about money? Because I'm telling you, they don't tell us if he's not playing that week until they release the tickets and tell people to buy. Now, did they release the playoff tickets? Yeah, and everybody had to buy, and we don't even know if he's <laughs> playing in the playoffs. Now, if, if every Jazz fan knew that Donovan Mitchell wasn't even going to be playing in the first round. I mean, yeah, sure, tickets would sell. You don't trust they, jazz but fans, would, but to they buy... wouldn't be as much. They wouldn't be worth as much. That's probably to true. To a jazz fan, I'd pay more money knowing Donovan Mitchell's going to be there, and they're charging more. And I don't even know. Okay, I know you're know you're hot right now, and I'm going to feed off this. Okay. Okay, tell me about um, your your opinion on the Clippers, guys, because the Clippers. It looked like, I know nobody's going to come out and say, but it looked like they were losing games on purpose to avoid certain teams in the playoffs. They don't have to say it. It's going to be written in the history the Clippers, of the NBA. Clippers lost games to avoid the Lakers in the first round. 100%. Uh, they're sandbaggers. They're cowards. They're fools and fakes. And even if they win the title, it'll be like buying a car with a branded title. It'll be worth nothing, and no one will ever want it. And no one will look at them like they'll look at anybody who fought their way to the freaking title. And that's what the Jazz are going to do. I want the Jazz to play the Lakers first round, eliminate them. Clippers second round, eliminate them. And whoever's left, I don't even care. I want to take out the top first. Head of the monster, I want California blood on the Jazz court every series. Tear to the top. 
Okay, uh, I don't want anybody to say, "Oh, but the Jazz got the easy way to the top." No, they don't already. They already don't give us enough recognition because we're the Utah Jazz, and I want to make sure that they know that we took the hardest route and we still did it. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm over here dying. This is fantastic. Um, you know I'm right, guys. Say it with me. I, I, I go back and forth with the whole Lakers first round thing. Like part of me is like, hey, the Lakers are coming off injuries. They're going to have two extra games this week that they'll be tired with. Um, so if we get the Lakers eventually, might as well take them out in the first round. Amen, brother. So that's that's the one side. The other side is um, let's let's play them in the conference finals where where anything can happen, where we, we get to that point. We didn't have to get through them and potentially lose. Because like you said, you said before the show, the Lakers are the favorites in the West right now. Right, right. Which blows my mind because potentially they could be out of the playoffs still. Right. It's a joke. It's so a tell joke. me how that works, Vegas. Because that, yeah, that doesn't make any sense bookies. to me. They've got the Nets and the Lakers in the finals. And the Jazz are going to make sure that doesn't happen. That would be ugh, every Jazz fan's dream. Right Listen, there. I'd rather I'm more scared of LeBron in the conference finals than I am first round off of two more extra games and us having six days of rest. You got to look at it that way. Like, I mean, what have, has LeBron ever just like gotten to conference finals and sucked? No. <laughs> have the Jazz? Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's. I mean, let's do this. Let's freaking knock them out right now. Sweep the feet out from underneath them, and they can just. Oh, by the way, when the Clippers play. <laughs> When the Clippers play Dallas, who they threw every game and lost all their integrity and all their honor to play the Dallas, I hope Dallas freaking knocks them out of the series and the playoffs. And that's where the Clippers' dynasty ends, right there. They don't even want to play next year. Amen. I, I'd take that because <laughs> we played the winner of that series if we get out of the first round. And um, you, would you rather play the Clippers? or No, I'd Dallas? rather play Dallas. Just because you like the players on their team, or do you think that we because we'd win them? I think our matchup is better. I okay. think we'd beat them, but okay. but I'm not scared of the Clippers either. You right. know, fair enough. You never even know if if guys are going to show up or not. It would be fun to watch Paul George and Joe Ingles in the playoffs. It's always fun. That's always a, delight. a good time for sure. That's a delight. That's like seeing a a, a daughter and mother in law go at it like just all the time. It'd be great, man. That's a hot topic. <laughs> Who's <right> who? There. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to decide on that. <laughs> If we play him, if we play him. So there's a chance. I mean, realistically, the talk is whether the Jazz will end up playing the Warriors or the Jazz will end up playing the Lakers first round. Right. I mean, that's the two biggest names that we're going to go up against. Right. There's potential for us getting Memphis or San Antonio. Probably not as likely as as the Warriors and maybe the Lakers. So Isn't our record against Memphis not great in the regular season? I don't know. I, I feel like. They play really well against us for some reason, so that's not something I am excited about. You can't just hit me with that right here. Uh, uh, I'm going I'm to look it up now, so, okay. so keep talking. Okay, look that up, look that up, look that up. Uh, if, if, if anybody out there thinks that the Clippers aren't going to get some flack for what they did, they're crazy because it's just such a coward, cowardly way to handle things. And, and if you watch The Last Dance at all, which I'm sure most, most listeners here have, Michael Except for Todd. those last two episodes, I could see why oh, no. jazz fans don't want to watch those. But post traumatic stress. <laughs> uh, you'll listen to Michael say he he never. I mean, he would he thought it was crazy to try to change who you played against. If you can't win one team, there's no reason for you to win the title anyway. So just go through the teams. Doesn't matter the order. Doesn't matter the matchup. If you want the title, 
you got to play it all the way to the top. So we are, we are three and zero oh against Memphis. Oh, we're two, three. Two of those games were decided by three or four points, though. Ooh, so it, they were close. Okay, okay. So that that's a thing. So that could be exciting then. Could so, still be an exciting series. So we've talked about the Lakers. You want to see the Lakers first I do, round? I, do. I don't, just because I know playoff LeBron is is playoff LeBron. Um, what if we see the Warriors? You nervous? You scared? I'm more nervous about that. Yeah. Just because of Steph. I mean, after uh, I mean, you got 40 points from one player, so that's a thing. He's he's incredible lately too, and it's like every game pregame, I'm thinking, man, can Steph have another one? Can he have another right, right. 45 point game? Can he hit 10 more threes today? And it's like by the end of the game, yeah, absolutely, Freaking he can, and he keep crazy. does, and he keeps doing it. Uh, I don't think the our defense frustrates him enough, so. Whew. But I still think we take care of business. Yeah, the last time the Jazz played the Warriors, we played them two weeks ago, and I actually really liked our strategy against Steph. Royce O'Neal denied him the ball as much as he possibly could. Right, he was all over him. He was all over him, and think we didn't have um, Donnie or or Conley. Or Conley. So remember that two guards. Um, Curry still had thirty six, I think, which yeah. is a Lock, typical Curry night. Lots you know? in the paint, though. But yeah, but I think we we double teamed every every ball screen with him, and I think he was getting frustrated or tired with with having to to move so much off the ball, and and I think we can throw guys like Oni at him if Royce gets tired. I, yeah. I like our matchup against the Warriors, and I right. think we can handle Steph. He still may have a thirty or forty point game, but they don't have enough other weapons to right. to really hurt us. Most of the NBA analysis are saying that the Jazz versus the Warriors, uh, the Jazz would come out on top in a five game series. I'm in. And, and I know I'll we lost that. to the Clippers, but if you watch the way Royce O'Neal played defense on Steph, I, I think I brought this up to you the other day. He 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 followed him everywhere. Even during a timeout when uh, Steph went over to, to say hi to his family, Royce went over and said hi to Steph Curry's family as well. <laughs> and, the, and the Warriors announcers were like, I think that Royce O'Neal is going to follow Steph Curry right into the locker room at halftime and sit <laughs> next to him for the whole thing. So Quinn was probably to Royce, you don't ever leave Steph. No matter what, that's your guy. Yeah, we'll see you after the game because you don't need yeah. to come here. Yeah, talk to me. There's nothing else that we need to discuss. That's all you need to handle this game. I had a coach once say, "I want that guy to know what you had for lunch." Just like you're that close to him, breath. just like oh. breathing you in, and just <laughs> you're that close to the guy. I want him to know. Oh, so geez. that was Royce. I like that matchup for us. I hope it's the Warriors and over with, LA with two with our two main guards back and you think about it I mean in that game we lost by three and we had two of our five best players not in the game correct and it was in the and their best player is a guard and we had two guards out I mean that's obviously where we were lacking I think you're right should be a simple win for the Jazz yep but I don't want to get my head too big I hate that we don't know and we won't know till Friday we play Sunday we won't even know till Friday right Wednesday will be a fun game to watch just because two big teams that have had a lot of NBA and finals experience alone, yes. you know, within the players. There's it's gonna be an intense game, I hope. I, I love hope. the winner go home aspect of it. Like right. teams are gonna be fighting hard to right. to win that one. I brought up a, an unusual like NBA like strategy for the playoffs that I talked to you about yesterday. Yes. And I don't I don't think this is ever gonna happen, but there was a couple guys saying instead of the playoffs how they have been or the play ins now, you there will still be eight teams, but the fir- instead of getting people doing what the Clippers are doing where they're trying to lose games to be lined up with a specific team, they would say whoever's in the first seed gets to choose who they want to play against in the back four, 
and second place gets the second choice, third place gets the third place, and the, if you're the fourth seed, you just get whoever's left over at the top eight. And that way, there's no one throwing games. Everybody wants to be as close to the top of the of the of the roster as they can, or or the best seed they can get, so they can choose the team that they match up against the best. I like it. It would be interesting. I like it. And and, and imagine the callouts too. So if if you're the fourth, if you're the fifth team, and the number one seed's like, I want to play them. <laughs> you know, like you got to be like, what the? That's a that already gives you a chip on the shoulder. And I feel like that's how the Jazz have been playing for years. And it would be so fun to be that team that gets called out by the first seed. Be like, okay, okay, you think that we're the worst? Let's freaking dig deep, baby. <laughs> I would love to sit in like a coach's meeting when they're like going over strategy and matchups and all, all right. that and saying like, how do we do against this team? Okay, and then going back right. and forth with, with how we match up, who guards who, and say, ah, you know what, that's not the right matchup. Let's, let's pick somebody else. And, and just hear their strategies. That would be an awesome sit-in. It would be sit interesting, in. yeah, especially with where our defensive player of the year, right? Is he going to get it? I, I think so. I don't even think it's close. but I hope so. Hey, so speaking to some of our awesome players, Jordan Clarkson was interviewed after um, after the Jazz had clinched the first seed, the best record for the Utah Jazz in ever history. And they asked him at the end of the interview, because he's always listening to music, you know? He's like a, He's got a lot of swag. Oh, yeah. So they're like, hey, what song are you like vibing to right now after just clinching the the best seed in the world in NBA basketball. And and if you had asked me what he was going to say, respond to that. Right. I would have been way off base. Me because, too. Me too. Cuz I'm thinking some <laughs> some some deep underground rap or right, something right, like that. Yeah. Just he puts off that vibe, but but no. Do you want do you want to play it yeah, for put, everybody? Put this on. This is hilarious. This is awesome. This and it makes the- me love JC even more. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So next time you see him walking through the tunnel coming into the jazz game, just crank this up. Uh, uh. Who is this? Who is? Who do we need to give credit for this uh, song? Tears for Fears. And we may get copyrighted. We don't know. But we're going to play this for you. Um, everybody wants to rule the world. And now the jazz are ruling the world because ah, of the number one seed. I see you. I see you. I see <laughs> Now all I think of is Jordan Clarkson just... Just grooving on the bench to this before the game. And, and maybe this is where he gets his inspiration to clothes because, I mean, it seems like he wears a lot of clothes like 80s. I don't know, like the baggy pants. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Uh, they really draw that out, don't they? <laughs> I love it. And it makes me love him even more because that's so unexpected. Right, right. Jordan Clarkson, man. Jordan Clarkson. What a gem. That's what he's vibing to right now. Absolute gem that we have. Freaking hilarious. Talk to me about Coach of the Year. Has Quinn got the award yet or what? Today, um, Tuesday, the 18th of May, um, the the NBA's Coaches Association, so a, a separate party from the NBA, just the Coaches Association. I don't know who that means or who votes, but they have voted for their coach of the year. Okay. And so it's not the main coach of the year, but this is their, their vote. And Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns got it, which was shocking to me because I don't even think he's top two, but um, that's a thing. Okay. Is it because he's got the Suns to the playoffs and not just the playoffs, but the second seed for the first time in like 11 years? 
Yeah, it, it's got to be. But I think Chris Paul coming to the team has much more to do with that than the coach does. I'm so glad you said that because I could not agree more with you. He's more of a coach to the players than, than anybody else on the floor. You look at the couple guys who I think deserve it over him. Obviously, Quinn Snyder. You look at our team compared to last year. We added Derek Favors. Not a tremendous um, change in our roster. But other than that, we are the exact same team. Right. And we went from a sixth seed um, losing in the first round to the number one seed in the NBA. That's that's mind-boggling. And and we had favors before too, so it's not like we really yeah. changed, you know, anything drastically. You know, we lost them for a season. You know, it's crazy. the other one that I think will be in the top three. I think they usually do kind of have finalists. They have the top three. Uh, Tom Thibodeau of the Knicks. The Knicks were out of the playoffs last year. They've right. they've struggle they kind of been like the Suns they've been out of the game for a long time and he went from being nobody and took that team and I think they are the fifth seed in the east which is incredible and the Knicks are playing good the Knicks are relevant in the basketball world now which it's been been a a while it is uh we all know who your wife's gonna be voting for yes I'm sorry to bring that up (laughs) yes yeah Uh, I wonder if not having their face would help because Quinn can be a little bit intimidating, like a, a still shot of his, like a headshot for yeah. Quinn. Like a mug shot? Yeah, like a mug shot. Because most I, of them I, look like that. I wasn't going to say that, but that's mo- how hit most of his photos turn out. Yeah. yeah. Like put a white background with like a how how tall he is right next to his head. <laughs> <laughs> 5'10". <laughs> or I don't know how tall he is. He doesn't seem very tall, but um, it, it could go either way because if I'm looking at the, the voting ballot and it's got their pictures, I'm like, okay. Monty Williams, Tom Thibodeau. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm voting for him because he's right. glaring at me right now. Yeah, <laughs> Quinn Snyder is looking factor. at me like, I'm going to kill you if you don't vote for me. Honestly, if he doesn't get it, I just I don't feel like we're going to hear anything about it from Quinn. No. Uh, not like how Rudy Gobert didn't get into some some awards and he definitely makes it known that he's unhappy about it. <laughs> I Quinn's think too classy for that. Quinn's just like, uh, yeah, I think uh, we played good this year, Tremendous, and we're going to... Uh, come back next season. The thing is, if he doesn't get it, because you know Jerry Sloan never got a coach of the year. Really? Which is preposterous. Right. Um, if he doesn't get it, I don't know what the Jazz have to do to get that award because nothing, it probably won't ever be happen because I don't ever see a year like this again going from where we were to where we are with no changes. Right. Um, so if he doesn't get it, the Jazz are just destined to not have that award. And Quinn is so intelligent on the court. I mean... I'm not going to give away all the Jazz secrets to how they win games, but if you watch some of the things that he has his players do as far as the momentum for the other team, how to slow it down on the court, and then how to, his timing for timeouts, I mean, it's incredible. He has it down to a math. It's it's a it's an algorithm for for the coach, and it really works well for the team. And every time out of a timeout, I mean, the Jazz play, they score on a on a on a timeout. Uh, the, the play out of the timeout is incredible. It, it's executed perfectly. I mean, it's great. I mean, how often do you hear an announcer after a, a play out of timeout go, oh, man, you see, Quinn drew that one up perfectly. Every you know? time. Snyder right? drew that one up perfect. Yep, yeah, up. It's all the time. Perfect. Every single time. It's awesome. Um, so thoughts on Mitchell. Do you think he's going to be playing in the first game? I think he playoffs? plays. Okay. He's got another week off um, or, or a week of, of experience in practice or whatever. Um, I think he plays. I think they've been waiting for this week to tell us right. and to to have him back in the in the swing. And he did tweet like it's all fun and games. Tell Mitchell wants to play. 
you know <laughs> who so, Mitchell tweeted that about yeah, himself. Yeah, about himself. <laughs> Tell I want to play. So uh, I think that we'll lose the first game that Mitchell's back because of the flow and getting in the rhythm and the adjustments that'll take place. So it's almost like we'll lose our home court advantage, which I'm not impressed with. Maybe we should just give it to them and just play game two. Yeah, off the bat. Yeah. Hey, it can be done. Do you think that we'll win first game back with Mitchell? I, uh, yeah. Or do you need to know? I'll, who I'll say, yeah, let's okay. go against okay. each other. Let's here. go against yeah. each other. Yeah. Okay. Does it matter who we play? No. Okay. Game on. The Jazz going to the conference finals this year, at least. At least. At least. So at our least. first game is supposedly going to be Sunday. Sunday night, first right? game. Yep. Okay. We don't have a time yet at this moment, but Sunday night is our first game in the playoffs. First game in the playoffs. And if you know the Utah Jazz, you know regular season the Utah Jazz never play on a Sunday. It's part of their agreement with the NBA. Uh, reg- at home. At home. At home. At home. So there was no home games in Salt Lake City during the regular season. But when it goes into playoffs, I mean... Everything's out the window. Yeah, everything's out the window. <laughs> Everyone forgives all when religion, it's playoffs. All religion, all culture, all everything, let's play ball. Yes, which sir. Which is fun. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Well... I think that's that's oh. an episode right oh, there. Oh, man, that's how you send out an episode. <laughs> that's how you send the Jazz from the regular season to the playoffs right here. Jazz are in the playoffs with the number one team in the league. We play Sunday night. We do not have a matchup yet. So look for the Warriors. Look for the Lakers. Lakers! Look, look for the Grizzlies even. It could happen. So, oh, man. And we're going to try. I'm going to try to get to a game this year. Got to make a playoff game. For, for sure, sure, for sure. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Uh, so good to be here. So good to talk jazz. And the best best time in the, of the year right here. Best time in jazz history, jazz, baby. Best time in jazz history. Let's go.